at the time that I was writing guidelines for the Secretary of Defense, Robert McNamara, in 1961, for the annual operational war plans of the United States, general nuclear war plans. Uh, at that point, the plan I was supplanting or modifying, I hoped, was uh, the last plan left by the Eisenhower administration, which provided for hitting every city in Russia, the Soviet Union then, and China, under any circumstances in which we were in any armed conflict with the Soviet Union alone. His plan was simply, under any of those circumstances, strike first in nuclear terms against the Soviet Union and China. The Joint Chiefs of Staff estimated in 1961 that the effects of our carrying out those plans, the Eisenhower plan, which was not a hypothetical plan for 10 years in the future or something. It was the annual operational plan for which the weapons existed and were on alert all the time. They estimated it would kill 600 million people, 100 holocausts, 325 million in the Soviet Union and China alone, another 100 million in the satellite countries, another hundred million of our allies in West Europe would be killed by the fallout from our attacks on the Soviet bloc. Without a single warhead of ours falling on West Europe, fallout from our attacks in the Soviet bloc would annihilate our NATO allies. And finally, in areas contiguous to the Soviet Union or China, for a total, as I said, of 600 million killed. Now, when I saw that estimate in the White House, I thought that was the most evil planning that had ever existed in the history of humanity. When I say that there is a step that could reduce the risk of nuclear war significantly, that has not been taken, but could easily be taken, and that that is the elimination of American ICBMs, I'm referring to the fact that there is only one weapon in our arsenal that confronts a president with the urgent decision of whether to launch nuclear war. And that is the decision to launch our ICBMs because they are vulnerable in a way that our submarine launch weapons at sea are not vulnerable and our planes can be called back. In fact, they don't even have to be called back. They can take off on positive control, it's called, and circle until they get a positive order to go ahead. And they can do that for hours, actually, uh, delaying any decision as to what the situation is. That's not true for ICBMs. They are fixed location, known to the Russians, and uh, the Russians have missiles, both sub and ICBMs, as we do, that can destroy the ICBMs the fixed location ICBMs. Should we have mutual elimination of ICBMs? Of course. But we don't need to wait for Russia to wake up to this reasoning that I'm giving here to do what we can to reduce the risk of nuclear war because it is the existence of ICBMs on both sides that keep both sides on high alert. To remove ours is to eliminate not only the chance that we 
will use our ICBMs wrongly, but it also deprives the Russians of the fear that our ICBMs are on the way toward them.